0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Efico podcast. We are happy to have you back for today's episode. Last week's episode on the travels of a first-time manager, Mrs. P, got some interesting reviews and feedback and even inspired someone else to share some of the challenges that they have been facing, which will be the subject of today's episode. For our new listeners, the EFICO podcast is a community of professionals, business owners, and generally people looking to learn and improve in their work, in their business, and in their lives. My name is Omagbiche Baro, and I am your online EFICO efiko is a nigerian slang from the 1990s that means a nerd you know somebody who solves your problems welcome again and stay tuned to find out what the efiko has in store for you today and what problems we're going to be attempting to solve We got an email from Miss N. She's a manager in the financial services industry, and she writes, I enjoyed listening to the suggestions you gave about first-time managers, and I am still in that boat. My challenge is about getting people to deliver on their goals at work. I spend too much time and energy getting upset when things are not done and end up doing them myself. Then, at the end of the year, these same people expect to have good appraisal scores, and they make you look like you are evil if you don't give them a good score. What can I do differently? Thank you very much, Ms. N from the financial services industry in Nigeria for your question, and thanks for being an ardent listener to our podcast. My quick sense of what is going on is that you need to put in place a better system of managing performance in your team. It sounds like your organization has a performance management system, but often I find that these systems are not as effective as they should be for a variety of reasons. My guess from the short paragraph you have shared shows that your performance management system isn't working effectively. So here is what I recommend that you invest more learning about how to make your performance management system work. At Learning Impact Nigeria, we use the words, inspect what you expect to define how a good performance management system should work. For us, it translates to five important focal areas. Number one, performance contracting. Ensuring that you have smart goals set for each person in your team. Number two, development contracting. Ensuring that your team members are clear about their competency gaps, being the difference between where they are right now in terms of the skills and behaviors and knowledge that they have, and the actual skills, knowledge, and behaviors that they need to deliver on the smart goals that you have set. Thirdly, performance monitoring and feedback, which is about creating a system for tracking and reporting on performance from time to time and giving feedback in a manner that actually challenges and motivates them to work. Number four local area is performance appraisals, which should really be a walkover if the first three actions have been done properly. And then, very importantly, number five, managing poor performance, providing support to those who are not performing, and preparing them to leave the organization if they are unable to improve. Now, as usual, we don't have a lot of time in this small episode of a podcast to explore all of these in detail. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to highlight some of the key weaknesses that I find most organizations, perhaps including yours, have in each of these areas and hope that through this conversation, you would have the chance to reflect and then you can go back into your organization and into your team. And if some of these challenges are there, you can start to do something to fix them. So let's take it from the first one, performance contracting. When it comes to performance contracting, what we've observed over time is that most people set wishy-washy targets or KPIs, key performance indicators for their team members that are not specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. They are not S-M-A-R-T. They are not smart. Remember, what can't be measured doesn't get done. You see, Targets, for example, like ensure that our customers are happy or something like, you know, I I want to lose weight. You know, that's not specific. It's not measurable. It's not time bound. Managers need to develop the skills to set smart goals like achieve a customer feedback rating of nine over 10 by 31st December. So here's what I want you to do. Go back and look at the KPIs or the goals that you have set for your team. Is there room for improvement? Then for development contracting, it's almost either non-existent or completely whimsical in many organizations. You see, the culture of training as a perk is more pervasive Than the culture of the pedagogy of the determined, which is the culture of people who are determined by themselves to learn and to use an investment in learning to improve their performance. You see, One of the underlying reasons for this is that most organizations do not have what we call competency frameworks that define the knowledge, the skills, and behaviors required to succeed and achieve the targets that you give people. Without defining these competencies, your annual training plan is like groping in the dark. So my question to you, Do you have a competency framework for the jobs that you manage? When it comes to performance monitoring, most organizations do not have proper systems for tracking and reporting performance on an ongoing basis. They do not use dashboards. And and this is often because the targets in the first place were not smart. So you can't have a dashboard, for example, for, you know, I want my customers to be happy. You know, so if the, if, the, if the KPIs were not smart, then you're not gonna have dashboards. So this is something you should try to improve in your team, in your organization, you know, to say, how can we create better KPIs? And then how can we create a system of tracking and reporting? Because it is through the continuous tracking and reporting that people can see where they stand. And if they are the right kind of people, they can start to make adjustments. I've also seen that appraisals do not have to be some tension-soaked events, as they probably are in many organizations and perhaps in your organization from what you have revealed in your short email. The challenge often starts from the stage of the performance contract. Again, if the targets and the KPIs are subjective, then the appraisals will be full of unmet expectations and tears the solution to your appraisal problem and that language, that, that absolutely ludicrous language of my manager gave me a C when I should have been an A is simply a problem of subjective KPIs and the lack of effective systems for performance monitoring and tracking. So I, I bring it to you again, Miss N and everybody else who is similarly in her boat, what kind of KPIs and dashboards do you have? because it will affect your performance appraisals. Finally, perhaps the biggest challenge is that too many organizations have a laissez-faire attitude to poor performance. In fact, I have interacted with several CEOs who are so afraid of firing people because they think it is an indictment on their leadership. Absolutely unbelievable. You see, your job as a leader is not to try to save everyone that you employ. It is to try to save your organization and the people who want to be saved. So please do not be afraid of identifying people with brutal honesty who consistently do not meet the performance expectations, providing them coaching, counseling and support and an opportunity to turn around their fortunes and then deciding to let them go. they are unable to turn things around. If your organization's culture is to just keep holding on to people until the people choose to leave, which I know is one of the cultures of one of the big banks in Nigeria, then here's what you're going to do. You are going to be fostering a culture of mediocrity that will be destroying service delivery and ultimately will erode the value of your company. Now, I hope that I have given you a few things to think about and act on. And like always, we just never have enough time. But here's what. You can reach out to me directly via WhatsApp on plus 234-818-195-6161. And this is an offer that is available to everybody who is listening. And we can explore these further through some of our coaching and consulting solutions that we offer in performance management, which is a really big area of our practice. I hope that the rest of you, our listeners, also found this conversation useful and can start doing things differently so that you can inspect what you expect and create the right culture of performance in your organization. If you would like to ask questions, regarding your personal, professional, or organizational development needs and have them discussed in a professional way like we have done on this episode for the broader benefit of a larger audience, please send us an email to questions at onlineefico.com. And I would spell it. Questions at O-N-L-I-N-E-E-F-I-K-O.com questions at onlineefiko.com. If you have enjoyed this episode and you would like to keep listening and learning with us, please visit www.onlineefiko.com and click on the podcast and subscribe. You can also go back and listen to some of our old episodes and the rich content that is available. Until next time, my name is Omag Gbishe Barrow. And I am your online FV.